Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. TLC talk. Did you guys watch Cody Brown on that Mormon podcast on Mormonism? O-M-G. I thought this was so damn good. I mean, like introspective in a way that I have not seen Cody Brown. Now you guys, it's called Mormon Discussion Inc. It's on YouTube. It was an hour and 48 minutes long. I mean, I I watched most of it, so you don't have to. MormonDiscussionInc.com or Inc., I guess, if you want to search them on YouTube. These two guys uh, that are Mormons or ex-Mormons, and then they talk about the church and the um, the fundamentalism. And uh, it's Radio Free Mormon. And it's they had a sit-down with Cody Brown. Now, how did they land Cody Brown? Very, I will tell you, you guys know as an insider, obviously, this is what I do for you. I give you all the scoop. Um, it is very hard to land any sister wives um, cast members, any of them. Um, Christine has done a little bit of press in the past, but not, everything is very closed mouth in the past year or year and a half since they've all split. The rumors of Christine and Janelle getting a spinoff, Christine getting married to David Woolley. We'll get to that because they're on a fabulous Plexius uh, weight loss tea cruise that looks amazing. Why aren't we all doing MLMs? Um I thought this was very good. What were some of the highlights? Some of the highlights that people are talking about. First of all, the first 30 minutes, I think, are very introspective. Cody basically says the show has destroyed his life, yet they're going to continue on. (laughs) Which is such a Codyism. Like, I mean, uh, like, Cody makes no sense. But... Uh, What I appreciated about this is I thought there was a level of realness about him that you don't see on the show. And he explained why on this Mormon discussion YouTube. He says that he is very, very close friends with one of the producers that has been with them for for a long time. In fact, he and the guy, Cody and the producer, are like brothers. And he says this guy knows how to wind him up. But then he also reveals that this producer, pressure is put on the producer from above. And then that producer sort of takes it out on Cody and Robin to create great television. Wouldn't you love to know what what specific pressure that was? Is that like filming in Cody Robbins in Cody and Robbins actual house, getting Cody to reveal more? You know, the part I dislike about Cody is Cody is very 
I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to say narcissistic, but very media savvy and trained, I think. He never really gives away a lot and neither does Robin. Now, he goes on in this interview to say that their whole idea, how they even landed Sister Wives, was they went to New York City, Janelle, Mary, and um, Christine, because they were auditioning to host a talk show, was initially how they got the reality show. The talk show, because they were polygamous. The talk show didn't come to be, but they thought a platform where they could show their polygamy lifestyle was going to be fantastic. And then Cody admits on this um, podcast last week, which dropped, by the way, what was the date that it was like released? Um, He says, uh, I believe... I think it's, it was out just about a week ago, five days ago. He says that the, he they've done the opposite, that they really um, actually showed um, Mormonism in a poor light. And he believes that they've done more damage to, not Mormonism, sorry, polygamy in a poor light. And he believes they've done more damage to polygamy than good. Like, I think this is the most introspective he's been, didn't you guys? Now, the other part that was pretty fascinating that he talked about where also I think he has like a lot of regret. I mean he, he says that the show is like it, that their divorces and lives have made for great television but has destroyed his family has made it very difficult for him to even have relationships with his own biological friends well family members and real friends because he says that people watch the show which guys we we all know this and I mean Sarah Fraser show you guys you're you're very very smart you know, uh, listeners and fans, much smarter. I always say my audience is much smarter than I am. Like I love, you know, I'm just very good at talking and connecting with people. But aside from that, you all are much smarter, genius people that listen to this show. Um, You know, he says his own family members, his own dear sister watched a scene the one where he said that he needed to become the patriarch of the family again, came over and she reamed him out for saying that on on TV. And he said that he has to explain to his dear friends and and family members that they are seeing sometimes the worst moments of his life in this reality show and that they believe them. And he has to say to them, guys, you're seeing only a snapshot of my life. I thought he was cool, calm, and collected. The part that's going viral is he describes Robin as a diesel jeans model when she came into the family. She was so hot. Um... You know, he says that she was a diesel gene model. She was so beautiful and that all these other men at their church were courting her, but she landed with him and that went to show you how, you know, well-liked he was, how popular he was. Um, I Look, I thought it was great. The other big moment of the interview that's kind of gone viral is him shutting down a question. They, they take three questions at the end of the show on this Mormon show. And this woman comes on and she goes, Cody, you know, um, you talk about your ex-wives, mostly Christine, he's referring to, you know, withholding the kids from you and making it difficult for you to see your children. But what is the status with Robin's older children and David? Are they seeing David? This woman like goes for it. And he's like, at first he starts to answer the question and he goes, David has had all the opportunities. The door has been open. David could, you know, could, um, could talk to her and uh, could be with the kids. And then um, she goes, oh, really? Well, do they know that he's like dying of cancer? And he goes, you know what? I, I cut it. Guys, I'm not doing this. Um, and he shuts, him down, shuts her down and then they go to commercial. Or no, they don't go to commercial, but they go to another caller and they hang up on her. Um, but that was kind of the juiciest thing. And then the guys on the show do ask him, are you going to take another wife? And he does say... You're going to have to watch TLC. You're going to have to watch Sister Wives. So, guys, right there, he guaranteed there's going to be another season. Like, Cody can, by saying, you've got to tune in. I mean, they're filming as we speak then. So, you know, and people are going to say, well, Sarah, it could mean like this season. But I thought from that interview, it was very telling that he was going to continue filming that their family was in it and that he anything that you're going to see play out in his life, you're going to see play out on the show. That's how I took it. Other sister wives tea that's going on is fans are calling for Christine and Janelle to have a pillow talk style spinoff where they would watch the shows, the episodes and review them. How huge 
would that be? I'm going to be honest with you. I think that would be more successful than their Plexius T uh, business. However, they're on a Plexius T like cruise to Haiti and I'm not. So what do I know? Um, I guess I don't know much because their cruise looks unbelievable. If you haven't seen the pictures on their Instagram, go and look. I mean, Christine looks like a million bucks. She even wrote like on her Instagram, you know, David knew that Janelle was part of the deal. She had to come along on the cruise. We do everything together. And um, David posted, he goes, look at my like smoking wife, how hot she is. And I'm teaching her how to have a good time. The internet is going bananas, y'all. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. They're like, Christine deserves it. She's got to let her hair down. She doesn't know how to party. She's learning it. They look great together. They look so sweet. Now, his tattoos, I could do without. I mean, what man has two two tattoos of a turtle's, like, crawling up his shoulder? I mean, what are we, at a Spencer Gifts? I mean, like, that to me is a little, like, sir, I, I... I don't even care. Like, I am not a tattoo fan. I'm not. I'm going to just say it. I just, there are so few tats that I think look good. There really are. Like, it has to be so subtle. But more and more, and especially because I live in California, so people's skin are exposed exposed all the time. Y'all out here, they got tattoos on their necks, in their ears. They got them, like, in their butt cracks. It's like, let's pump the brakes, okay? Like, the neck tattoo, like, there is nothing. No, no, no. It ain't the vibe. Like, it just does not look good. I'm not really here. Like, I wasn't feeling his turtle tats. I'm just going to say. It's a pass for me. But they look so happy on that Plexius cruise. So happy. Woo! That's all I know. They look so amazing. So, uh, people are commenting, like, um, you know, uh, how, you know, how are you guys affording this Plexius cruise? Guys, they're on the Plexus cruise because they've made like so many sales. That's how like these MLM works, okay? These MLMs entice you like it's like um, Mary Kay Cosmetics. If you sold, if you sold X amount of Mary Kay, you got the pink Cadillac. Epic. I wanted it for years. Uh, but then I realized I don't really put on my makeup that much, so I'm screwed. So they're getting – everything's all expense paid on the Plexius cruise. And by the way, Plexius's marketing team for the tea, the pink tea – I mean, I don't know who's still drinking this because with Ozempic, except that Plexius is probably cheaper than the Ozempi. But they're geniuses. They know Janelle and Christine are like fan favorites. So I, I'm sure it was all expense paid, rolled out the red carpet, guarantee they're staying in like a very five-star suite. If Plexius's marketing team was smart, anything they wanted. Anything. Um, the other, the only other sister wives tea that I have is Gwen, Gwendolyn Brown getting a lot of backlash, a lot, um, for her lack of promotion on Patreon. So if you guys didn't know this, she had a YouTube and Gwendolyn Brown, of course, is Cody and Christine's daughter. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I, 
you know, I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Had a thriving YouTube subscription base where she would review the episodes. Now, apparently, she's like in school. She's recently married. She bought a house. She did not go to Christine's wedding. There's still controversy about that, although they tried to squash that beef, basically saying, Gwen was very busy. But then McKelty and Tony went on their Patreon and were like, We don't really exactly know why Gwen didn't show up. Well, now, apparently, Gwen is losing subscribers by the day on her Patreon, even though she still has over 4,000 Patreon members at $10 a pop. So someone's like, she's making 40K a month and she can't post consistently. Has she gotten the memo about college? I mean, these colleges are getting you, they're getting you on the hook for 100, 200, to, if you're going to med school, if you're going to get it, your master's can be even north of $200,000 for what? They ain't helping you find a job. Gwen, I got news for you, girl. Being a chemist or whatever you're working on ain't going to pay you nearly as much as your Patreon. Get on your Patreon. Rake in the coins now. Cash the coins now. And then, like, when that's done, you can go back and become a chemist or whatever you're working on. Now is the time. Um, let's move on because we have a lot to cover in the 90-day space. We have um, a confirmed new relationship. We have a new pregnancy announcement. And we have somebody raising money for their surgery to transition. So a lot to cover. But first, we have to thank Honey Love. Guys, frequent my sponsors. It means so much and it keeps the show going. Honey Love's a perfect one because don't you want a comfortable bra and shapewear that doesn't roll down when you put it on? Shapewear that stays in place? When it comes to shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. Plus, the best part is it won't ever roll up or down thanks to flexible boning hidden in the side seams. What I enjoy about Honey Love, and you're getting 50% off this month only, your entire order, 50%. 
What I love most about Honey Love is it's a bra, it's shapewear that is comfortable, so I never feel like, oh, I want to rip it off when I get home. It's long-lasting, great quality, and it's comfortable. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 50% off statewide at honeylove.com slash TSFS this month only. Inventory is limited and the sale ends this month, so don't miss their best deals of the year, 50% off. After you purchase, they're going to ask you, where did you hear about Honey Love from? Please name the Sarah Fraser Show. That would be so important to me. It's time to ditch the underwire for good, thanks to Honey Love. All right. Cleo, our girl Cleo, who was with Christian, as I like to call him. Uh, remember Cleo, openly trans. She is raising money for her trans surgery online. Now, a Sarah Fraser Show fan says that uh, they donated to her and then were blocked by Chloe. I don't know why they were blocked. I didn't get into the, the nitty gritty to the weeds of this, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure, you know... This person was, did not have great things to say about Chloe. I'm not going to put that out there because I don't know if this person said something to Chloe that sparked it. But this person did say they felt taken advantage of because they donated to the GoFundMe and then were blocked. She is raising $35,000. She's 30 years, 33 years old to have her surgery to transition to a woman. She's raised about $7,000. And she says, I can't believe I'm a seventh of the way there. You guys, I'm beyond grateful for your support so far. I really appreciate each and every person that shared or donated or simply offered support and advice from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. People are pretty positive about this. Some people are saying, ah, Chloe, now we know why you went on the 90-day franchise. Perfect opportunity for you to get your surgery paid for. What better than a national TV platform? Ouch. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a strong accusation is that exactly why she went on tv i, I don't know but a lot, some people are beginning to question with the gofundme there you have it Ooh, wasn't the tea hot off the presses with jen and rishi from 90 day fiance the other way who remembers jen and rishi Remember Rishi, he's smoking hot. His parents were not into Jen at all. She was a little bit older. They didn't want um, her with him. Rishi sort of seemed to lack a backbone. Also, maybe he was with other people. Well, Rishi put out a post and said, Jen and I have mutually decided to part ways. This hasn't been an easy decision by any measure, but we know this is the right one at this point in our lives. The love and respect we have will always be, and our shared memories are forever. We part as life partners, but remain platonic friends. Girlfriend read that, and she goes, for the real story, I'll be live. Jen Boucher, tonight, 9 p.m., what a bunch of bullshit from Rishi. She implies that, at best, they're acquaintances, and that Rishi got a side piece. Oh! We knew Rishi was busy, and now it's confirmed. Supposedly, that side piece is 90 Day Fiance star April Carter. Now, if you like, where do I know that name? She was also the woman that was spotted with Iskat uh, from the family Chantel. And um, he was also with, uh, it was, I think it was 90 Day the other way. Um, yeah, it was, oh my God, I, the franchises, there's 10 million. Anyway, he was with Pedro from the family Chantel's mom. Well, he was seen with April Carter as a joke video going into a hotel room together or book it, like getting a hotel room. So now April Carter is supposedly with Rishi. That's, that's allegedly the other woman, but I don't know for sure. Um, can I shout out my friend Emily Bieberly and Kobe? You guys remember them from 90 Day Fiance Season 9. They're pregnant with their third child. Love them. They're married. Remember, they were the ones they live in, like, Emily's parents' basement. Emily's parents were so funny on the show. They were like, okay, it's fine. Kobe and Emily can move in together, but they can't have it. They can't get pregnant. And then, like, two seconds later, Emily's like, I'm pregnant. And her parents are like, oh, my God, we can't take it. They were so good. Emily's been on this podcast. If you want to hear that, Emily Bieberly. She's amazing. So shout out to Emily and Kobe. I'm so excited for them. She said on the podcast, on my show, she wanted to have, like, five kids. So she's on her way. Oh, can we talk about Kalani? Another 90-day fiancé. I got news for you guys. Inside scoop. Last Resort. First season of Last Resort, 90-day fiancé. You know, Big Ed, Liz, um, Michael, Angela Deem. Huge ratings. Enormous ratings. We are definitely getting a season two. Who would you like to see on season two of Last Resort? Now, you know, 
the rumor was Jabri and Miona were going to be on. And they're doing all this song and dance about deleting each other. And he's traveling overseas for months at a time because the two of them are apparently going to be on Last Resort Season 2. I don't know. I like Guys, I, I got a source very close to him that says he's completely done with the franchise. But we shall see. Um... Anyway, Kalani. Ooh, Kalani is confirmed with her boo. She is booed up. New guy, although we were introduced to him on the show. He says he's not going to be on 90 Day Fiance franchise. Mm-mm. He's in it for real with Kalani, and he wants nothing to do with television. Dallas Nuez isn't planning to appear on 90 Day Fiance spinoff, but assures fans of the show that he's treating Kalani much better than a strange hus- husband, Asuelu. Well, anyone... Honey, anybody, a guy online, I mean, a catfish would be better to her than Asuelu. The 28-year-old, 28-year excuse me, 22 would be very young, took to social media for a Q&A to provide more insight about how his relationship with Kalani is going. Dallas, on his IG story interaction with fans, came just days after Kalani confirmed on the platform that the two of them were in a relationship. Kalani shared this news as well as photos, of course, I mean, isn't it coincidental? Less than 24 hours after 90 Day Fiance, the last resort viewers saw her tell Asuelu that she wanted to end their seven-year marriage. Okay, of course. But that's fine. They got to keep it kind of quiet for the uh, for the show. This was Kalani's hall pass, if you remember. Remember how Asuelu got, you know, thrush of the mouth because he was doing the hanky-panky going downstairs on somebody that was unsavory? And remember, Kalani got a hall pass? Well, she met Dallas and he stayed. Okay, we got a hall pass to go to the bathroom. We didn't come back. Um, And apparently Dallas confirmed, too, that uh, he's a security guard, California native, is licensed by the Bureau of of, uh, Security and Investigation Services. Uh, He says Kalani and Asuelu are co-parenting. And... um, he they, fans asked what do you love the most about Kalani the fact that her and I are very similar personality wise and the fact that she makes me feel good about myself because I'm a self-conscious person he says is what he loves there you have it love it love it uh, but they do share their co-parenting Asuelu's been seen with their kids their children are so adorable he's spending time with them at Legoland in California they're living the life honey they're spending that cash that they're making on that TV show big time Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. So there you have it. A lot of good stories out this week. Um, a lot of good stories. What else? Uh, a lot of people feel like Christine Brown snubbed Janelle when she put up that picture of all of them on the Plexius cruise and how happy she is and how she has a sister wife for life. And that is Janelle. That's not a big surprise. I mean, and the other thing was we saw a inside picture of Mary's LuLaRoe carriage house studio 
boutique shop. It looks great, actually. It's on her Instagram. If you missed it, you can 100% see it. Um, okay. Woo! So good. You guys, so much tea to get to always. Um, if you missed my recap of Sister Wives Season 18, Episode 12 from Sunday night, I'm going to play it for you right now. Bye, everybody. Sister Wives Season 18, Episode 12 last night. You can't see the forest through the trees, or as I think it should have been called, uh, can't get your poop in a group, um, which was the oddest saying. <laughs> what? What was Janelle going, you know, Cody can't get his poop in a group. What? Okay, really? Like, this is where I do have to say, I think like the Bravo stars have way better clapbacks. I mean, you know, the Bravo, the, the, the women, the housewives, I think are at least fed funny one-liners by the producers, but somebody like allowed Janelle to have the moment of the night with like, Cody can't get his poop in a group. <laughs> what are we like a second grade, you know, school teacher? What is like, who's, how would he can't get his fucking shit together? Like, let's get a bleep out, girl. Anyway, um, last night's episode I thought was epic. Now, I'm seeing these crawling turtle emojis on the internet where people are like, this show continues to get slow and slower. How many times are we going to hear Cody, uh, Cody, Tony and McKelty announce that they're pregnant and having twins? Like, enough already. We've seen this announcement now third time, three times. I do agree with that. I get it. Like, a lot of people online want to see fewer episodes and more meat. They're not going to do that, okay? TLC is not going to do that. This is their biggest show. They want the internet talking for weeks. The more episodes, the more we are engaged. And they know that we're hooked and we are not going to not watch. I thought last night had a bunch of big nuggets. One being Mary addressing the catfishing incident. Hello. Uh, that was really good to me, okay? Um... Janelle saying that she would build on Coyote Pass and then just do a giant wall up so she doesn't have to see <laughs> build that wall. I mean, what? Okay. Uh, she's putting up her own border wall, apparently, so she won't have to interact or see Cody and Robin. I mean, that was pretty good. And then Christine got, you know, Christine's a fan favorite anyway, but Christine got so much so many accolades and so much support for that big moment where Robin reveals that McKelty and Tony told Robin and Cody first that they were pregnant with twins. And Christine, boy, they panned to Christine and Christine was so cool, calm, and collected. And she was like, you know what? It's their life and that doesn't bother me. And they're always going to be close with uh, McKelty and Tony are always going to be close with Robin and Cody, and I'm fine with that, and it's all good. And I'm like, oh my God, slay, queen. Like, is that not the way to handle a divorced, again, not that they're really divorced, but a family disagreement or separation? Brilliant. Brilliant! So I thought last night had a lot of nuggets. We kick off last night with Christine's 50th birthday. Looks fabulous. Um, I can't believe, you know, again, I suffer from this complex I'm going to be 42 in February. Now, this was filmed almost two years ago, so I guess Christine Brown is 10 years older than me, but I have it in my mind that she's a lot more older than me. You know, like, do you, does anyone, I guess everyone suffers from this, right? Like, I have age dysmorphia. I see people 41, I go, well, I don't look like that, right? I, mean, like, I, just, I, I can't believe there's a 10-year difference. I thought it was 20. What do I know? No shade, no shade. And actually, I'll tell you why after BravoCon, how BravoCon and Sister Wives related and why people are giving the Sister Wives so much praise after seeing BravoCon this weekend. But per usual, we always have three major scenes in every episode of Sister Wives. Episode 12 was no exception. We start out at the 50th birthday party of Christine Brown. Um, we find out, of course, McKelty and Tony for the third time are pregnant. I do agree that was super annoying, that announcement, because we've already heard it 18 times. I mean, what was so amazing, though, about that is Janelle shedding tears. We know Janelle is not an emotional person, but boy, has she changed a lot in, in the past couple of years. She actually cried. We saw real emotion from her. By the way, people are also like, oh, my God, that's the best Janelle ever looked. Green was her color. Wasn't that dress? Uh, sweetie. I mean, she looked like fire. I mean, she, you know how, like, some people, 80s is their era, that's not really a compliment. 
can I just say like 1940s soda shop is her look. I don't know if that's a compliment either, but Janelle, like that worked for you. That dress was gorgeous. People are saying Aspen, Savannah are stunning. They really, really were. Um, now, of course, we get into, Ro- you know, Robin and Cody. They were not invited to the birthday party and neither were their kids. I have a little bit of an issue with this. Now, first of all, I do agree with the internet. Like people are saying, well, Robin's contradictory because an episode ago or so, she goes, I would, I'm not ready for it to have a family reunion. Robin was saying this. And then Christine, fast forward to Christine's birthday and not inviting them. She goes, yeah, it's just not the right time. Like Christine's like, nah, it's not the right time. And then Robin goes, well, I'm really hurt. We're really hurt. Our kids would love to be invited. We're hurt that we, we're not there. Whew. What's the story, guys? Are we doing a family reunion or are we not? You know we are. Of course, that will be for season 20. But uh, anyway, this show is not going anywhere. Um I do agree with the internet. It was like a little contradictory of of Robin. But then I also, I guess I would like to know why Christine didn't extend an invite, at least to the older children of Cody and Robbins. Does anyone else have a little bit of a problem with that? Or am I the only one? I, I thought that was a little like Christine's taken the high road so much. But what's Christine's issue with these older Cody and Robin kids? She really doesn't seem like she likes them at all, despite the fact that Gwen misses them. Some of her other children talk about them. I know there's some tension with Savannah. But, like, for the most part, the siblings miss each other. So why aren't we coming together to invite them? Just saying there's a lot there, okay? Um, so that was, like, a big – that was a, a very big scene. We celebrate the birthday. We've got a food truck. We've got the cakes, an alcoholic cake, a non-alcoholic cake. This is where people were lost on the episode going, are we really talking about cakes? Yeah, we're really uh, we're really making a big deal about who's eating the alcoholic cake and who's not eating the alcoholic cake uh, and who had a slice of both. OK, that was like a huge center point of that first scene. <laughs> now, look, do I think it's stupid? I do. But, you know, when you look at these housewife shows, they're fighting over cheese. They're fighting over who showed up to a restaurant and who didn't. So... We ain't far off. I mean, this is what reality TV is. Reality television is escapism. They want you to tune into the show. They want you to escape. They want you to be able to go to the bathroom, take a shit, come back. You haven't missed a thing. And that's what Sister Wives is all about last night. Um, you know, there was a lot of contemplation. I would say that was almost scene two of episode 12. You can't see the forest through the trees last night. When I say contemplation, I thought it was a little surprising. Christine says... You know, she wonders if life would have been better if after polygamy was decriminalized in Utah, if the entire family had moved back from Arizona. Would that have changed things? Would they have stayed together? Would she have stayed? Was anyone shocked hearing that statement? Would she have stayed? Now, of course, Cody, what everyone's laughing at is um, basically Cody goes, nah, no matter where we lived, you know, nothing would have, wouldn't have changed the outcome. Moving back wouldn't have helped anything. <laughs> like, this man, this man. It's so out and so clueless. It's just, it gets better and better. Um, So that was kind of a big moment. And the other big moment is Mary talking about her catfishing incident. Um, So the thing that's getting a lot of attention last night is the other big scene was Mary, you know, again, and I do get this as frustrating. One of the other parts of scene two into scene three was Again, Mary and Cody talking about how it's not going to work. And Cody for the umpteenth time. I mean, literally at this point, the hundredth time he has told her they will never be together. I got to give producers credit because I ragged on this part of the show for a long time. They actually did show the car scene where Cody is telling Robin in the, sorry, Cody is telling Mary in the car that he does not want to be with her or continue to try. And she goes, well, that's too bad. I would. So, I did like, I was actually impressed that we did kind of get to see a little bit of their, you know, that anniversary date where she had to call him and ask him to take her for a ride. Like he didn't even want to do that. Um, And we get into the catfishing incident that happened to Mary in 2015. Now, what did you all make of this? Mary talks about on camera that the catfishing incident was blown out of proportion by the media and by her own family. This scene drove me bonkers. Why isn't a producer going, what specifically was blown out of proportion, Mary? 
What did your family accuse you of or say rumors about that wasn't true? Like, address this crap. This is what I don't mind that the show is slow and repetitive at times. I mind that they don't go in for the jugular on these things. Like, we're, you're on reality TV. Tell us your real reality. Now, if you're saying to yourself, oh, my God, what happened with Mary getting catfished? In 2015, Mary started an online relationship with a man named Sam. Well, Sam turned out to be Jackie Overton. Now, Jackie is a piece of work. Jackie is still on Twitter. Like, this bitch, five years later, eight years later, whatever we're in now, 2023, this queen will still be on there talking about Mary. And the, the mistake that Mary made, because she thought she she talked on the phone. She never video chatted. That was the problem. She never video chatted with Jackie, a.k.a. Sam. But she'd spl- sent, like, some explicit text messages. She sent this picture where she was, like, a little sexually suggestive with a banana. Get it, Mary. I mean, that's, like, that's, like, I mean, basically, that's, do- like, when, when like, Mormons do, like, sexual things with a banana, I mean, that is, like, you're, you've launched an OnlyFans. I mean, that is, like, so racy for her. You know what I mean? You hold that banana up, to like, three inches from your mouth, you might as well be in a gangbang. I mean, that is what it is for Mormons. How do I know this? Like, I don't. I'm making this totally up for the... <laughs> I don't know. I just imagine. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mormons, like, do it through a sheet. You think, like, them, like, simulating oral on a banana is going to be, like, well-received? I don't think so. Anyway, um, so, you know, and, and this Jackie even put out a book, Almost Married. You can find it on Amazon. That bitch. So wh- we've got some bullet points to go through here, Mary. Like, what exactly was blown out of proportion? The book? The blowjob with the banana? Like, what? <laughs> like, get us to the part where we misunderstood. Because it seemed like... And look, I don't want to judge. Mary was in a loveless marriage. They were having major issues in their relationship, which is why most people cheat. There's something really fundamentally wrong going on in the relationship, okay? Mary was lonely. I I have great empathy in the past couple of years for Mary, although there's a lot of abuse, a lot of alleged rumors that she was abusive to some of the kids when the kids were little. But I think I see it because... Mary was the only one. She had so many infertility issues. You know, she was in love with Cody. But as more wives came in, Mary was sort of the first to be cast aside. And she was cast aside for years. And she's still there. And she was close with her mother. And she lost her mother. She's lost her brother. She's lost, I think, two or three. I think she's lost three siblings plus her mother. Mary's been through the ringer. So I have more. I feel like I know why Mary is the way she is. Um, But I wanted some follow-up questions. You know, the other thing we see is Mary's friend, and this was prompted because she met him online, who's the designer that's helping her redo the carriage house to be her boutique. <sighs> Can someone get to Mary and please let this woman pick out white countertops? Like white granite countertops are so fabulous. Brown and black granite countertops are so hideous in 2023. I couldn't have agreed more with that guy. For God's sakes. I mean, I know Mary's controlling, but like Queen – Please, for the love of God, get a white countertop, especially for a boutique. No one wants to walk in there and put their Lululemon leggings with a cat face in the crotch up on a brown granite countertop. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Rant over. Um, but people also give Mary a lot of credit last night. They want to see her on a, fl- a house flipping show like with Jeff Lewis from um, Bravo. They're like, Mary has a really great eye. She can walk into a house. She can see things that aren't level or not done correctly. And she can really, like, call it out. So people want to see her do. Would you Would you watch Mary and Jeff Lewis doing a home makeover show? I actually think that would be really, really great. Um, what else? Okay, let me thank one sponsor. Guys, thank you for frequenting my sponsors. Every time you purchase from one of them, you help the show so much. And it means so much to me. Please support this show. Just listen to one commercial. If you listen to one today, make it Honey Love and order from them. Honey Love. They have the most amazing bras and shapewear. 
I never come home anymore and toss off my bra because I have Honey Love bras. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save up to 50% off statewide at honeylove.com slash TSFS. This month only, so only for the month of November. Inventory is limited and the sale ends soon, so don't miss their best deals of the year. After you purchase, they'll ask you to where you heard about Honey Love from. Please support the Sarah Fraser Show and tell them that you heard about Honey Love from me. It's time to ditch the underwire for good thanks to Honey Love. So um, 50% off if you're tired of bras that cause bulging in the back. Honey Love's bras are designed with back smoothing fabric to prevent bra bulge. Check out their V-neck bra. I own almost everything because Honey Love has been a longtime sponsor of the Sarah Fraser Show. For a totally smooth fit under clothing, it's the ultimate t-shirt bra. Their shapewear is another thing. It's so comfortable and yet it smooths everything out, but you'll be able to go all night, hang out, drink, and you won't feel like, oh my God, I'm a sausage trying to get out of here. Um, You'll feel great. Honeylove.com slash TSFS for 50% off for a very limited time. So the makeover scene um, was great, meaning, you know, Mary making over the carriage house. And then the third and final scene of episode 12 last night was Cody coming over to Janelle's new apartment and the awkwardness. Oh, people had things to say about Cody. Who walks into someone's apartment and criticizes everything? Cody noticed two different color countertops. And then I loved some of my listeners were like DMing me and they go, uh, who, how, who really believes that Cody is going to be doing dishes in the sink? Because that was like Cody's famous line last night. He's like, you know what? I, I went into this apartment. I'm not welcome here. I don't even think I'll do a single dish in the sink. You know, he's like, <laughs> people are like, bitch, well, when in the hell did you ever wash a dish? No one believes that Cody was ever going to wash dishes. I mean, that was such a hilarious line. And, you know, Janelle, we see the awkwardness in their relationship. They talk about Coyote Pass, Pat paying it off. And that's where, you know, Janelle is sort of going, well, can Cody get his poop in a group? Oh, God. Anyway, the lines. Um, but she also confesses that she would be open to building on Coyote Pass. And people are like, girl, what? I do think, you know, I thought it was going to be a much faster separation for Janelle and Cody. But I, I now I see why it is taking so long. Because I didn't realize that Janelle was so on the fence and leaving him as she is. When he's not around and she's in confessional, she says she can't wait to leave him. She has nothing in common. They'll never do another holiday together. And then she's like even considering building on Coyote Pass. You going to see him drive in and out with that truck every day. I mean, that to me was kind of a big surprising moment. Uh, you know, again, I... I have to say, to I have to defend Cody in the sense that he does spend time at least with his daughters. He goes out to dinner with Savannah. A lot of people were very critical of that because we saw last night that he and Janelle admitted that he does spend time with Savannah. We know that he went to her graduation. And people were like, that's all he does. He only goes out to dinner with her. I mean, she is like grown. I mean, what are they going to – I mean, you know, at least he's making an effort. I mean, I think we all know there's a lot of parents out there that don't even make the effort to go to dinner with their child. Um, I love that. Okay. love that people wanted to see Mary getting a, a, fl- a home flipper show. Also, people thought that it was very introspective of Mary to be joking about how controlling she is, how much she loves trees, that she was catfish. Like people feel like it is a whole new Mary, that she seems much more laid back. Like she will joke to herself. So I thought that part was really good. Um, some people are calling this morning for a 12-step program to help them stop watching Sister Wives. <laughs> Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm addicted to Sister Wives. Um, today, I'd like to make an amends with my husband, who um, has sadly had to watch more Cody and ramen noodles on his head than he ever thought was possible. Uh, anyhow, I think a 12-step program to break the cycle of watching Sister Wives would be great because I find this show to be so addictive. It's so good. The other person that's getting a lot of criticism on last night's episode is McKelty. A lot of people feel like McKelty seems desperate to be uh, Cody's favorite, seems desperate to and loves the role of being the peacemaker and like kind of the bridge between the families. I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, McKelty, it's interesting. McKelty and Tony are very, I think, watchable on TV. 
their Patreon is on and popping. Like people are very drawn to them. So there's something magnetic about them being on television. I don't know them well enough. Is that part of their personality that they, maybe McKelsey's really great at like public relations. You know, I don't know. Maybe she should be in PR, you know. <laughs> maybe she's good at merging people that don't want to merge. I don't get desperate vibes from her that she's like, desperately trying for their attention but maybe she is maybe people know more than I do that watch and listen to their Patreon all the time but the last thing is I will say the women of Sister Wives all of them even Rob Dog, is getting they're getting a lot of love and support given the BravoCon weekend now I went to BravoCon if you want to hear my complete recap about it it's up from the Sarah Fraser show just I'm sure many of you guys subscribe to this podcast, but just check the feed wherever you get your podcasts and my BravoCon recap is up there and I'm going to do another one. Um, but people are saying that all weekend long, they watched women um, the same age and older of the sister wives just be filled with, you know, boob jobs and plastic surgery and so lipped, you know, sucked and nipped and tucked and filled that they really appreciate how real everything um, is with Cody, with everybody, Cody, Robin. I mean, everyone's kind of getting this praise and Janelle and Christine, of course, especially, and Mary, that they are real. They don't seem to have plastic surgery. Their body types have changed and are real and natural. So whatever you prefer, but they're getting a lot of love um, in comparison to BravoCon this weekend. If you're into the compare thing, and a lot of people are not into that. Um, all right, I got a lot of tea. Uh, Cody did a Mormon podcast that people are talking about. A lot is coming out about that, including him, uh, a conversation about Robin's ex, David, who's reportedly dying of cancer. You know, uh, David is the father to um, Robin's first three children. We'll discuss that and get into it. Um, oh, there's a whole bunch of tea. Jen and Rishi, if you watched 90 Day Fiance. Uh, the franchise they're done um, and Jen's had a lot to say about it so all that gossip and more um, on the Sarah Fraser show on Wednesday thank you guys for listening bye everybody bye